0: Hi, I'm Gregory L. Coleman, and you're listening to the Christian Environment Podcast, a podcast designed to encourage, empower, and to equip the people of God to live a better life in Christ. Hey, thanks so very much for tuning in to the environment. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Look, I know your time is very valuable, so thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to log in or the, just to pull up the podcast and listen to it. I pray that the Lord would speak to your heart today. I pray that you leave here a better person than you were when you start listening. So just um, hang out with me, and um, we're going to have a great time as we explore what the Lord will download into us today. So again, welcome to the Christian Environment Podcast, and let's get at it, and let's have some fun, will you? Amen, amen, amen. Let me introduce myself one more time. I am Gregory L. Coleman, and I am the founder of um, the Christian Environment Podcast, so thank you so very much again for you know for just pulling us up just to listen to us and I pray that the Lord just speak to both of our hearts and like I said earlier we leave here better we leave here better that that is what it's all about trying to strive for better hey let me tell you a little bit about myself my name is Gregory L Coleman again and um I'm married and married to a lovely lovely lady by the name of, Di- of Diane Coleman and We've been married for 27 years, going on 28 years. We have one daughter. Her name is Megan, and she's 16 years old. Yeah, 16 years old. So you got to know that she's the smartest person in our home. I tell my friends and, and family all the time that Megan and Alexa is the smartest two in the house, that mom and dad don't know anything, <laughs> in Jesus' name. So, yeah, um, that's who I am. I was born in Cleveland, Ohio, raised in Alabama And I have what, have six siblings, have what, four sisters and one brother, and I happen to be the oldest one. Can you believe that? And I also, I pastor one of the greatest churches on this side of heaven, the Environment of Faith Christian Center Church. It is a wonderful place to fellowship. Um, And hey, if you're in the Atlanta area, you're more than welcome to come and hang out with us. We're in Decatur, Georgia. That's right, cater Georgia. So yeah, so thank you so very much for chiming in. My wife and I, we talked about doing a podcast for years, for years, and um, so we just thought about just, hey, let's just break down and do it because we really felt if though God had placed it on our heart to do so. So for many of you that are listening to this podcast, this is the first podcast that we are producing. So um, you won't get a chance to meet my wife, Diane, today, but probably on the next couple of Podcast, you will get a chance to meet her as well as my daughter. So just hold your, as the old folks say, hold your taters. You will get a chance to meet them. But right now, we, you you just have me to deal with. So I believe that you're gonna have a good time, and I have you as well. In Jesus' name, I want to talk to you about a couple of things today because um, it's um, the end of March, the last day of March of 2020. And most of you, you know what we're going through. We're dealing with this uh, COVID-19, this uh, um, coronavirus, and I mean, people are just all over the place. Things is just, 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 just all over the place. We don't know. Most people don't know what to do, where to turn. I mean, and so many people have been calling me, Um, uh, pastor Greg, I don't know what should I do. Um, uh, my husband and I, we don't know what we're going to do, uh, if we laid off of work. So people are just, they're in this anxiety, um, state right now where they just, all up in the air. And the thing is that it is most of them is Christian people. So I want to encourage the Christians that is listening to this podcast. Sometime, you know, uh, we all have to be encouraged at some point or another. So please don't think that I'm just encouraging you and I don't need to be encouraged because today I'm encouraging you tomorrow. You may have to encourage me. And that's what I have, you know, been saying for the past couple of weeks. So we are here to encourage each other. I believe that that's how we're going to get through this thing is to just be there for each other, just to encourage one another. What is that I can do for you? And um, and just just trying to be a helping hand to one another. And a matter of fact, that's God talks about that all through the Bible, the Bible, what we may happen for others, he would make it happen for us. So if I want if I uh, can title what I want to talk to you about today, I would say titled it. He will, he's with us. He's with us. That our Lord and Savior have not left us. He's still with us. Sometimes when we feel like that he's far away, that's when he is the closest. That's when he is the closest. As I said earlier, most people are just wondering and just focusing on what they don't know. You're watching the news and the news is telling you this is what's going to happen. And this is what may happen. And we're focusing on what we don't know. But we are believers. We're people of God. We don't focus on what we don't know. We focus on what we know. And what we know is that the Bible says that, um, well, what we know is that all things work together for the good, for those that love the Lord and for those that have been called according to his purpose or for his purpose. All things work together for the good. So the thing is, is that even though we're dealing with this COVID-19, we have to figure out if, All things is working together for my good. What good that I am supposed to get from this thing? So, and I mean, I don't know what good that you are supposed to get from it, but we know who knows. And our Lord and Savior, God knows. He knows the things that you're supposed to get from it. So I guess the whole point, the nutshell in a nutshell is that we should not focus on what we don't know. We have to focus on what we know. And what we know is that all things is working together for my good, that God have it all in his hand. He have it all in his hand. That was a song that, that, that you know, I was raised up with probably one of the first songs that I ever heard that uh, introduced God to me. And that was God have the whole world in his hands. Sometimes we can just get so far away from those things that, um, that really help mold us to be the person that we are to the point that. We just forget about them. So I just want to encourage you to try to reflect back on whatever you think that came across your past to, that, inf- that was an influence in helping you to be the person that you are. So sometimes I believe that right. The thing that's going to get us through what we're going through right now is that we have to be reminded. We have to remind ourselves. Our hearts have to be reminded that God did massive things for me in the past. And if he did something for me in the past and brought me through certain things in the past, then certainly he can do the same thing now. See, when you know what God have done for you, then it gives you confidence to know what God can do. When you know what he have done, it gives you confidence to know what he can do. Now, when you know what he can do, it hit strengthen your faith to know what he will do. Because if he did it for you once, he can do it again. If he did it once, he can do it again. So many of you that is listening to this podcast, you know that God have brought you through some things and I'm sure that you can square your shoulders and you can raise your head and you can say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Where would I be? God have not left us. He is still with us. Now, there are some things that we have to do while we're going through this, 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 this crisis time, you know, dealing with this virus. One of the things that I want to encourage you to do is to stay tuned into God. In other words, stay tuned in to God. Don't change your focus. Stay tuned. If you went to church, continue. To, if even though many of us can't night go to the church building, but we still can study. We still can study. So but I I have gotten a little above myself um, by saying study because that's one of my points. So we need to stay tuned into God. The Bible says in first uh, uh, Corinthians 15 and 28 it say, therefore, my brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding In the work of the Lord, always, always moving forward in his work. So uh, we can't just become stagnated. You can't just be still. I mean, just become stagnated. I guess what I'm trying to say. You can't just quit. Don't quit. Always abound in the work of the Lord. In other words, you're always doing something. You're always moving forward. So in other words, stay tuned into God. Stay tuned in Jesus name. Number two. You need to study. You need to study. Uh, you need to study in order to get past, get through this moment. We're going to have to study. The Bible says that we need to study to show our self Uh, We need to study. We need to study in Jesus name. Number three, we also need to uh, number three. We also need to seek him. The Bible says that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be what added unto me added unto me. But I can't forget what I need to do first. Number the first thing I need to do, I need to seek first, first, night, second, night, third, night, fourth. But I have to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto me. Now, that word seek is very important. That's a very powerful word. Seeking God because the Bible says that if you seek, then you share what? You shall find. So I mean, you have to ask yourself what it is that you're seeking. If you're you know, I mean, and that's why it's so important night to just focus on those things that you don't know, because most of us we're focusing on what we don't know, we're seeking what we don't know in this day and time. But right now we got to focus on what we know and what we know as believers is that all things work together for the good for those that love the Lord. But since we know that all thing is working together for my good, now I'm going to take this time out so that I can stay tuned in with God. I'm not going to allow anything that caused me to lose my focus from with God. I have to stay tuned in number two and why I'm tuned while I'm staying tuned in. I have to continue to study. I have to study to continue to show myself or prove unto God. I mean, I have to study to help myself. I need to study for others so I can beat up for those that may really that you, you have some people that you are the only Bible that they would ever read. Wow. Think about that. Think about that for a second. You are you, you're you a Christian. You, 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 you regularly attend church, you're faithful and uh, most people that know you know who you are, but at the same time you are the only Bible that they will pick up. I know for me in, I mean in, in my family, I have some family members that uh, of course they don't go to church at all, you know um, but and, and they do their things, they you know have their parties and do their things. But if I choose to want to do what they do, then they would get really upset at me. Or should I say upset with me? They would totally get upset with me if I choose to do what they do. Why? It's because I think they pretty much want us, my wife and I, to keep the relationship that we have with the Lord. So just in case they may need God, they have someone that that they can go to that they may feel that have a close relationship with the Lord. So sometimes we could be the only Bible that people that we know will pick up and read. So they're reading us. They're reading us. So that's why studying is so important. Even though you're studying for yourself, uh, most of the time you are studying for somebody else as well, in Jesus name, if that makes sense. So um, that word seek is so vitally important. That's why we have to ask ourselves if the Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So all the what things, all of the, th- all of the, the promises of God, the Bible is filled with promises. And one of the things that we need added unto us right now, uh, we we need to add on uh, healing added unto us deliverance added unto us. We need those things added unto us right now. But the first we need to seek that word seek is so powerful um, in the in second Chronicle, seven and 14, it reads as follows: It say, if my people, which are called by my name, by my people, now listen to that. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. I know you about to shout now. I know you about to shout now and turn from, well, uh, well, humble themselves and pray and seek my faith. That's that word again, seek. Turn from themselves and pray and seek my faith. And turn from their, what? Wicked ways. Turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will, what? Heal their land. But that word seek is vitally important that I want you to zero in on. That if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and, and pray. You can't. You got to pray and seek my faith. And turn from their wicked ways, and that's something that a lot of us have is those wicked ways. Now we can we can pray, we can pray, and we can we, and we can seek His faith. and we can humble ourselves. But sometimes that wicked way is the thing that gets in the way. And turn from our wicked ways, and He say, and He will he'll, He will um, then would I hear? I would um, then would I would hear? Uh, I would hear from heaven. And will forgive them of their sin, and I will heal their land. You know, in this time, this day and time, our land really do need healing, and and this passage right here it just really sticks out to me is because he say if my people that are called by my name, if my people that are called by my name was to humble themselves and pray, and pray, and pray, and seek my face, he's given us instruction. The people of God, if we was to humble ourselves, humble ourselves from what humble ourselves from what Uh, to tell you the truth. I think that many of us, you know, we should humble ourselves from fighting from fighting each other. I really do believe that we're at a place where Christians, people, we're we're just so in, you know, to wane with each other to to the point that we, you know, I mean, we don't like each other. And that's that. That's just not how Christians is supposed to operate. But we need to humble ourselves. We need to humble ourselves and pray and seek His face and um, turn from our wicked ways. And the Bible tells us that uh, He would hear from heaven, heal our, I mean, forgive our sin and heal our land. And you know as well as I know that our land really need healing. Our land really need healing. And the truth is, we have the power to heal our land. Christian people. We have the power to heal our land. And I believe that um, once we can come together as one, there should not be a left side and a right side of Christians. We are one. We are are the body of Christ. So when we can recognize that, that we are one, we are a unit. And uh, the Bible says that a house that is divided against itself, it cannot stand. And I believe that in this day and time, God is calling His people to stand up. To stand up. Why, I mean, I used to watch this this show. I don't know what was the name of it. I mean, it's been years ago. Where I mean, um, they would ask they would you have some celebrity on there, and they would have other people on there that pretended to be the celebrity. And at the end of the game, they would say, "Why don't the real person stand up?" So what God is saying right now, the real Christians. Stand up It's because that's what it's going to take right now. We have power. The Lord has given us power over death, hell and the grave. I don't believe that God is sitting on the sideline or he may or he's in bleachers with his head down and just watching Satan run rapid in the war in this world, not just in this country, but in this world, in the land, in this land. I don't believe that God is off of his job. I believe that God knows everything that is going on, but it is up to us. He's calling us back. He's calling us to get on our job. And I want to encourage you to be encouraged. We're Christians. We don't let the devil come into, you know, our house and, and destroy our home. We have to take charge. We have to take authority. And we have to, Come together as a unit the Bible said one put what thousand a flight but two put 10,000 a flight wow just imagine what we can do when we can come together now this is my first podcast and man I tell you this has been I can go on and on and on and um, but it's been good I have enjoyed chatting with you thank you so very much But before I go, I would like to um, just say a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I give you glory. I just give you praise for who you are. Thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to to share a word with your people. I pray that everyone that have heard this word, that they would be encouraged in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Father, to continue to look on our president. Strengthen him, lead him into all truth. Guide his cabin, the people that is around him. A matter of fact, look on leaders around the world. We pray for all of those that have been affected by the um, coronavirus. Um, Those that have lost loved ones, we pray for the strength of their families. And Father God, we just ask for your protection and we call our land healed in Jesus' name. Hey, thank you so very much for for tuning in to the Christian Environment Podcast. I want you to know that I I have totally, totally enjoyed it. Until next time, have a great, great rest of your day.